0: HD You are listening to Health Shots, brought to you by HD Smartcast. Hello, everyone. Welcome back to She Slays. This week we are celebrating International Yoga Day at Health Shots. So to celebrate that with us, we have a very special guest, 25-year-old Nonita from Bengaluru. Nonata was sexually abused in her childhood but at that young age, she didn't really know what sexual abuse actually was. It was only when she was 15 and got to know about it that her panic attacks and battle with anxiety began. She eventually sought therapy but after visiting 7-8 therapists, nothing really worked and she eventually gave up on therapy. It was about 2 months ago during the lockdown that she took a tough call and left her job to turn to her liking for yoga and eventually make it her full-time profession. Since the last two months, she not only feels much better, her anxiety and panic attacks are manageable and in control, and she's finally able to manage her problem to a great extent. So tune in to this week's She slay story and let's all of
1: us be inspired. My name is Nonita, I'm 25 years old, and I am in Bangalore. I have been into human resources and organizational behavior and recently made the shift into yoga and fitness as a profession. And uh, the health issues that I deal with are mostly surrounding anxiety for me. I had a wonderful childhood. I grew up on my grandparents' farmhouse just outside Delhi in Manesar with My mom, uh, grandparents, and we had over 20 dogs. Uh, I was an only child, so very loved and doted on by all of my family members, very spoiled. Uh, Growing up on a farm meant spending most of my time outdoors, being one with nature, being one with my thoughts. And it allowed me to discover life and myself at my own pace. And uh my grandfather, being a retired Brigadier from the Indian Army, always made fitness and health a top priority for all of us. I used to watch him do yoga every morning, which he still does at the age of 82. And when I was around 4 or 5 years old, he started to teach me yoga as well. So yoga, when I was that young, I found it quite interesting. It's much easier to stretch and you have a lot more flexibility as a child. So I used to enjoy rolling around and doing all the asanas in my own way, uh, which he happily allowed me to do. Um, and I think as I grew up a little bit more, kind of entered uh, pre-teen years, I did start finding a little bit boring. And he then introduced me to other forms of yoga. And I, you know, my, my knowledge of yoga was expanded further by realizing that there isn't just one form of this exercise. There was a slightly darker side to my growing years as well uh, in the form of sexual abuse. At the time, I didn't really understand how wrong it was, why it was wrong. But as time went by and I grew older and was more informed, the realization of what had happened started to affect me. Um, so though I was always a private person, a bit of an anxious child, I was outgoing and quite trusting. But the slow realization of what had been done made me retreat further into myself and my bubble and my comfort level. and I became a very bitter and angry child. I was and I lost a lot of the trust that I have in people. I started generalizing my hatred. And I was full of a lot of anger, a lot of rage that was very unexplained. I didn't fully understand why I felt, you know, so bitter and so hateful. And I lost all my trust. I to this date struggle with trust issues as well as anxiety issues that stem from um, sort of realizing what had happened at that point in my childhood. One thing that still triggers me uh, to date is personal space. I never used to mind, you know, being sitting close to someone or having someone sit close to me, whether they're a friend or a stranger or a family member. But since that incident and since realizing what that incident meant, I have always had issues with my personal space being invaded. So that is something that is a trigger for me constantly it's something that i am absolutely not at all comfortable with anxiety was always a part of my life ever since i was a child my mom always called me a worried child Um, as i grew older it took on various forms so sometimes i would have a lot of social anxiety Uh, the worst of it were panic attacks i remember not that long ago in about i think it was 2014 I had a period where I was having panic attacks at the frequency of around six to seven panic attacks a day. And that continued for about two to three years where I would have severe panic attacks on a daily basis. My mother suggested that you know I try counseling and it certainly helped me identify my issues and discover tools to work through these issues Uh, but I realized I needed to self heal so that's where my battle with anxiety actually started because I actually started to try to fight it off rather than just give into it and stay in bed all day. And, you know, be confused as to why I'm feeling this way while everybody else around me can go about their daily routine completely normal. But suddenly, for me, if someone stands too close to me, I find I can't get out of bed for the next two days. So counseling, as I said, helped me identify the problem. It helped give me a name to what I had when I was diagnosed with general anxiety disorder it felt good because it made me realize that it isn't just all in my head as i had been told by multiple people it was something that was sort of abnormal it shouldn't have been like that and i started working on it mostly with counseling i began with counseling i met with a variety of different counselors and realizing you know the tools that they use to counsel my kind of anxiety and the questions that they ask to make me open up about what the actual root cause was for the problem that i was dealing with i then realized that a lot of my battle with anxiety would have to be with myself so i realized i needed to self-heal which i am doing every single day to this day and it is hard and there are days where I have to force myself to confront my demons, even though I might be getting up and going to work. Um, but it's very rewarding and it has helped me truly discover myself. And a big part of my self-healing is movement, which um, in my case translates to yoga and fitness. Exercise has always been an essential part of my daily routine. So when I was a kid, I would go horse riding, I would play golf, I was into various sports. I find it resets my mind. Uh, The great thing about yoga and one of my favorite things is the importance that it gives to truly focusing on the body's movement. And the deep understanding that the practice has about how conscious movement can affect Subconscious thought. I was always very confident that the corporate life was for me, and when I joined my first job in human resources as a recruiter, I was 100% ready to climb the corporate ladder. I had dreams of becoming a, you know, a human resource manager, and uh, it. I realized quite early on into this career that perhaps. This is not what is set out for me in the long run. The reason for that being, unfortunately, the fact that mental health is not given a lot of importance in the corporate world. So realizing this, I started getting into psychology. I revisited the specialization in psychology that I had done in my last two years of school and I did a course on organizational behavior. And through this, I tried to include the importance of mental health in the workplace, especially since I was in human resource, which is the department that would be in charge of that. Realizing again that there was no space, that it wasn't a welcome addition to the corporate structure, I understood that perhaps a better way of going about this and introducing it correctly into the corporate space would be to specialize in yoga, in fitness, in mindfulness, and as a specialist in these fields, something that you know I've been doing since I was four or five years old, something that is so core to the person that I am. Being a specialist in that, having studied that, having trained in that, and then bringing it into the corporate space would be a greater way of you know, getting more success in there. During this lockdown where everyone is desperately trying to hold on to their job, I decided to leave my job. And I thought, what better time than now when I have the time to really truly reflect on what it is that I want to bring into this world as a person and what really motivates me to get up. What do I do when I have a horrible day And I realized that it all comes back to fitness and yoga for me. So I did leave my job. It was a very scary decision. I do not have a monthly paycheck coming in. However, I have been focusing on studying and training for yoga, which has given me a lot more insight. As earlier, I was only doing it as something I have been taught by my family members, not really pursuing it as a career not really looking into the science behind it, which I am now doing. So it gives me a whole other dimension about yoga and I've understood it at a much deeper level. And it's something that I'm absolutely enjoying. I realize now moving out of the corporate space, just how uh, toxic it was turning out for me and just how much that motivates me to get back in there and help people who might be like me, who might be struggling with anxiety, depression, other mental health issues, and that may be being ignored by the corporate space when there's so much room for people like this. And at the moment, I am practicing raja yoga, which is the traditional form of yoga, which I have practiced my whole life, as well as power yoga, which is a more high intensity fitness training. And these are the two that I would be mostly focusing my career on. My message to everyone would be take time out to truly discover yourself. Explore your mind, learn about your body, you know, get up close and personal with yourself. I use yoga and I have always used yoga to do this because I find that it is a perfect blend of mindfulness and fitness. And when you are doing the yoga poses, the asana, slowly and you're also meditating while you are doing this, you will find automatically a connection between your mind and your body. And that simple act, even the simple act of breathing, which is a huge part of yoga, brings your focus into yourself. And that is where discovering yourself begins from, understanding how your body moves understanding the simple act of taking a conscious breath in and exhaling so please take your time this is a great time to really you know find yourself discover who you are as a person you might stumble upon a few unpleasant thoughts or memories but I can promise that you will come out the other side a stronger more independent and more decisive person who really knows you for you I hope that you find your inner peace and I hope that you find yourself in all of this madness and all of this chaos, which is equally beautiful. A very happy World Yoga Day to every single wonderful being out there.
0: So this was Nonita's story. Wasn't her story the perfect one to celebrate International Yoga Day? Well, if one thing Yoga Day teaches us is that our physical well-being and our emotional and mental well-being is sacrosanct and above everything else that we wish to achieve in this life. So keep listening to all the powerful stories that you can find on She Slays only on health shots or your favorite audio streaming platform. Because here, only and only our health is wealth. This is Chaya Dabas, your host, signing off for the week. I'll see you next time with another story. Till then, take care of yourself and happy yoga to you. You were listening to Health Shots, brought to you by HT Smartcast. HT Smartcast.